The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Chicago Bears training camp is still going on, and we're going to talk about takeaways from day five of training camps and players who stood out there. But we're going to start the show with positive words from the national media for our quarterback in Justin Fields. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel right off the top at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. But with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So, you guys know, we've been talking about debunking a lot of this national media conversation around the Bears players, Justin Fields specifically, some with Chase Claypool, and there is that Chicago bias. Whether you you know you agree with it or don't, I feel like I feel like it is. I feel like there's a bias against Chicago athletes. I feel like in general, when Chicago teams do something that similarly teams around the NFL or any other sport do, we are judged a little bit more harshly on it. That's why it's even more important to highlight the people that not just because they say glowing words about our players or anything, but because of the fair and honest takes. And we got one this morning from Mike Greenberg. I'm going to go ahead and play that now. I would like to take a moment to remind you of a young man that I fear you may have forgotten. Once upon a time, he was the number one prospect in his high school class. He was a spot ahead of Trevor Lawrence. Then he threw 67 touchdowns and nine interceptions in college and led his teams to the playoff both seasons that he started. Of course, you know who I'm talking about. He's Justin Fields. And it's understandable if all those things have slipped your mind based on what has happened since. In two NFL seasons leading absolutely terrible teams, he has won just five of his 25 starts, and he has fumbled, been sacked, or intercepted 140 times. That's the most of any player over those two years. It's been so unsightly that some people thought the Bears should have used the number one pick this spring on a new quarterback. Well, let me tell you why they didn't. Because starting in week seven last season, while he was running for his life and throwing to a receiving core that can at best be called pedestrian, Fields had the fourth best QBR in the league, behind only Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Josh Allen. Now he is set to follow Hertz and Allen again. Those two are the modern template for quarterback development. They're talented, in need of patience and coaching, and now look at them. Fields is exactly the same. Frankly, he was a better prospect than either of those guys were. The final piece to the puzzle came this offseason with the Bears' acquisition of D.J. Moore. They are hoping he can be to Fields what Stephon Diggs and A.J. Brown were to his predecessors. And I am here to tell you, they got that absolutely right, all of it. The people of Chicago have been waiting all of their lives, like a century plus, for what they are finally about to have. Write it down. Justin Fields is going to be the next superstar quarterback in the NFL. And the reason why I wanted to take the time out this show to highlight this, I didn't plan on this, I plan on coming in just talking about training camp, you know, highlights and stuff like that, but I wanted to do this because it's fair. Like, he talked about Justin Fields and his struggles and the struggles of the team and the wide receiver core and 
Justin Fields in college. And I do think that some people, even Bears fans at times, do forget just how heralded Justin Fields has been throughout his career. Now, why that does not always dictate success at the NFL level, I want to be clear on that as well. I think sometimes we judge, we try to judge Justin Fields in certain aspects, certain analysts try to judge Justin Fields as if removing the obstacles and the things that he's had to deal with as a quarterback that aren't typical sometimes of teams. Yes, every quarterback has to go through their growing pain, especially quarterback that's thrust into being the number one quarterback right away, right? Not everybody has like the Aaron Rodgers where they get to sit a couple of years and acclimate to the game in that way, learn the playbook, things like that. Justin Fields was basically thrown out there, whether right or wrong, early into his career, and the struggles were there. Five wins. We've seen five wins over 25 games. Listen, nobody can overlook or act like that isn't a stat. But the fact of the matter is, Justin Fields has not been the best supported. They have done things absolutely, especially this offseason, to put him in a better position. But I think sometimes we for, we can forget that as being a quarterback in the NFL, it takes time, A, to mature, to learn, to, to feel comfortable in the game. And then when you already have an offensive line in which you're running for your life to start your NFL career, it messes with that muscle memory. That is why hearing the things that we've heard about Justin Fields so far in training camp, the poise, that just him feeling more comfortable, him being quicker to make decisions, calling uh, play, changing plays at the line of scrimmage. That is why that is so important to hear that he's making that step in his third year. And so I wanted to take some time out. Like as much as I, you know, come at the Callan Cowherds and everything else, I wanted to give what I think was a fair, not just because it was positive as well, but because I do think it was a fair analysis and statement in regards to Justin Fields. And it's up to Justin. Not to take, like, it's up to Justin to really come in and prove the doubters wrong and just play well, right? I don't even necessarily want him coming in thinking he has to prove anybody wrong, but prove yourself right. We know the expectation that Justin Fields has for himself. Hell, came into this offseason saying that he wants to be the first Bears quarterback to pass for 4,000 yards and then says that it can happen this season. We want him to live up to his own expectations, but in living up to those expectations, it's going to be shutting up a lot of the national media idiots. And that's what I wanted to kind of open the show on. But with that said, let's go ahead and get into some of the details from Bears training camp in day five. And it seems like the offense had a struggle of a day. You can't overlook it. It seems like in the two-minute drill and other things that the offense just did not have the best day. Justin Fields threw picks, things like that. The defense won uh, for for uh, the, the Bears in yesterday's practice. It is what it is. When you look at Braylon Traylon, had two interceptions, one off Walker. And then one, uh, and then two. Um, no, I'm sorry, one off fields as well in the two minute drill. Halle Gordon had a pass breakup again in another two minute drill, and ja- and Jaquan Brisker barely missed the inter- uh, interception, um, undercutting a throw from uh, from Walker as well. So at the end of the day, the defense has won the day. It looks like uh, there were struggles from PJ Walker. Fellas Jones struggled a little bit as well, but that's a good sign for our defense that they are stepping up, learning the plays, having their instincts right. Um, but that that rough two-minute drills, we talked about a two-minute drill that the Bears had that was positive the offense had on in Friday's practice to come into now Monday's practice and struggle with that two-minute drill. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. Those growing pains, you have to go through. They're called growing pains for a reason. You have to go through those growing pains to excel and adjust to things and, and learn, right? If everything's all easy going throughout training camp, you're not really going to learn and adapt when once the pads are on and you're facing other teams in the preseason. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, Justin Fields, uh, you know, it looks like they were playing pretty well up until that two-minute drill. Looks like also Chase Claypool play, played pretty well, but we'll talk more about him um, when we talk about specific players that stood out in training camp in day five. But 
overall, it happened. Justin Fields, though, they said that he was sharp in seven to seven drills. Uh, that he that he made it. He went eight for ten today in those seven to seven drills. He's getting the ball off quickly. He had a couple of short throws as well, so we need to see that. Um, looks like the, the they're spreading the ball around as well. Um, and so Eberflus did say the ball wasn't on the ground a lot. So hey, they're 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 learning to spread the ball. They're working into that passing game. The fact that it looks like uh Justin Fields is not only working out with that uh that chemistry with DJ Moore, but we're also hearing Tyler Scott, Chase Claypool, and him are all um building in nice chemistry. Looks like Tyler Scott also went against quarterback one uh with Jalen Johnson and. Uh, so, you know, he had some success there as well. So for those that are saying and hoping that Tyler Scott is going to be given uh, or, or earned, because I don't want anybody to be given anything, right? I want to I want to choose my words uh, poignantly there. I, 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 I that Tyler Scott is earning some some uh, opportunities with that first squad going up against quarterback, uh, the cornerback the one in Jalen Johnson. That's all seems. So it seems like, you know, the spreading the ball around that he did was a good thing. Uh, the undrafted rookie Braylon Trayon has shined in yesterday's practice. Seems like he had a super impressive day. Uh, this coming from Kevin Fishbane saying, uh, undrafted safety Braylon Trayon uh, with two interceptions today at Bears camp, the second coming uh, uh, on a heave from Fields to, for Tyler Scott's uh, on one's version. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is two teams drill. So, hey, listen. <laughs> That's where you get like I'm like Ryan Poles continues to find value later in drafts and now even with it could Braylon be the next Jack Sanborn right that is the question that you're asking not at the linebacker position but at the safety position right and the more depth that we have especially more quality depth that we get at reasonable deals and we find diamonds in the roughs especially through undrafted rookies hey I'm not really to throw anything th towards Braylon Trahan yet right but it's good to see that he's stepping up having that good opportunity, playing against the first-team offense as well. And so, you know, we'll see. It also looks like, um, overall, the checkdowns for Justin Fields. It looks like he's going through. He's he's trying to improve as a passer this season, as we already know. And he's showing uh, growth in that area, which was one of his biggest weaknesses last season, is that the checkdown. So it looks like he's, th he's having accuracy on the deep ball throws, but he's going to the checkdowns. He's making uh, those short, intermediate passes a little bit better and that they're kind of emphasizing those checkdowns for Justin Fields to grow that part of his game. Um, so it looks like there was three straight checkdown completions for Justin Fields in seven-on-sevens. One was to Tyler Scott, one was to Chase Claypool, and one was to DJ Moore. So, again, spreading out that ball like we like to see, that we want to see from this offense. Not, not that it's going to be, you know, the most mind-boggling or, or the most exciting plays once the season is on, but those are the plays that can extend drives. Those are the plays that can get you in a proper, in a good position on third downs, right? If you had a little struggle on the first down, those are also possessions that you could get extra first downs, extra possessions on. So that's what we continue to want to see. And it looks like a battle was brewing between rookies Tyler Scott and Terrell Smith, which I love to hear. You know, we heard about DJ Moore and um, Jalen Johnson going at it. So to hear that, you know, the rookies are going at it as well as training camp while both of them are still trying to earn roles. Matt Eberfuss already saying that, it's, don't, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Terrell Smith could end up being a starter for this Bears team, which is wild to hear that we have that level of depth. 
and as you guys, if you've been watching the show, you know, a uh, C Dub. I don't necessarily agree with it, but C Dub, one of the, the other co-hosts here, also has said that he may Terrell Smith maybe could be stepping in for Jalen Johnson if Jalen is moved or does not resign. So to hear that you know Terrell Smith is turning some heads, performing well so far in training camp is a good sign for him, no matter what happens. And that's not because of what will happen or won't happen with Jalen Johnson, but again, that depth portion is important for it. And we keep hearing, this is this is a consistent thing. Demarcus Walker is bringing the leadership to that defensive line. He's bringing the the the, uh, uh, the, the energy. He's bringing the leadership. He's kind of setting the expectations for tones on that defensive line for the Chicago Bears. We continue to hear that. It looked like he went up against both Braxton Jones and Darnell Wright, and he bested them on a lot of occasions as well. Um, so, you know, once we start seeing the pad zone, of course, we'll see that a little bit more. But the fact of the matter is, is he's being loud, he's being vocal. That's the direct quote coming out of training camp in regards to him. And the Bears do need that leadership on that defensive line that has a lot of questions on it. It also looks like the defensive line has been putting pressure on Justin Fields, at least in yesterday's practice. Uh, Greg Bragg saying this, the defense has made Justin Fields throw out of bounds multiple times with defensive line pressures. Demarcus Walker in hot pursuit at times. So listen, uh, you know, when you talk about Fields being forced to go to those checkdowns that happens because of the pressure being put on the quarterback to where he can't wait on his progressions to go through that's what we're seeing as well with, with Justin Fields uh, and well with the defensive lines in regards to Justin Fields so again once the pads are on which I think the pads come on today is when they come on um that's when we'll start really seeing how you know the battlings happen on the in those trenches areas things like that but we're getting good signs out of everything so that's what we'll see. Now, as far as players that have stood out, I already talked about Demarcus Walker. He's absolutely been a standout in training camp, setting that expectation, being vocal, things like that. It also looked like Tariq Stevenson, who had maybe a, a, a rough start to the to the first couple training camp practices, has really come on. Uh, they said that he's had several welcomed in the NFL uh, moments over this time, lining up against DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, uh, also splitting first-team snaps with Terrell Smith. Um, and uh, Clay Harbor saying this, Tariq Stevenson just blanketed Chase Claypool and picked off fields. Great play by the rookie. The dude is scrappy. Tariq Stevenson is going to go through his growing pain. We know he's going to be targeted early. Um, the same thing that happened to Kyler Gordon. Same thing is going to happen to all young quarterbacks. The team is going to try to zero them out and, fit, and focus on them. But it seems like Tariq Stevenson is learning from his mistakes early on, and he's getting better each and every practice on his way to potentially being that starting quarterback cornerback for the Chicago Bears next season. So it does seem like he's coming out of it. but. Like I said in yesterday's episode, nothing but positivity coming out of the camp of Chase Claypool. Patrick Finley tweeting this out. The Bears' two-minute drill had two nice catches by Chase Claypool, one contested, the other driving along the sideline, but ended with safety Braylon uh, Trayon, who we keep hearing about, picked up a Justin Fields deep shot at the goal line. But it seems like he is turning into a reliable target for Justin Fields. Chase Claypool is coming to camp, and he's having a strong training camp. Those injury concerns, I saw somebody left a comment yesterday asking, like, is it okay for Chase Claypool to be competing like this with the injury that he has? Well, it seems like it is what it is. Uh, Chase Claypool is ready. He's 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 trying to uh, build off a disappointing season that he had with the Bears last season. Again, not all but due to him or because of him, but it seems like he's really focused on coming in and performing extremely well for the Chicago Bears this year. Um, so those are great things to hear. But, but defensive back, Bray, Braylon Trahan has been – at least in yesterday's practice, he is the one that stood out outside of Demarcus Walker, outside of Justin Fields. He is absolutely standing out, and it looks like he's he's making a case for himself to earn some snaps 
for the Chicago Bears next season. And maybe, like I said before, maybe Ryan Poles did it yet again with finding an undrafted talent that not only just has some promise, but may actually play a fairly sizable role for the Chicago Bears next season. Wide receiver Tyler Scott continued to getting glowing reviews as well. Clay Harbor again uh, tweeting this out. Um, uh, this was a nice rep by both Bear, uh, Bears rookie Terrell Smith and Tyler Scott. Smith jams uh, Scott off the line and throws him off rhythm in his route. Scott keeps playing and uses his elite quickness to get open. That's what we've heard about Tyler Scott is that quickness. And the fact that he's using it, yes, he's had a couple of drop catches to start off training camp. We haven't really heard anything about drop catches, at least not in yesterday's practice. So that's a sign. Hightower also saying he's fast, man. This guy is fast. I love his speed. So uh, that's the special teams coordinator uh, for the Chicago Bears is Hightower. So again, shining there. But I want to talk about, before we end the show today, Dante Foreman. Uh, you know, the, one, of the, one of the bigger questions that we have is who's going to be the running back one. We've heard about Khalil Herbert kind of having the inside edge there. It makes sense he's been in the system. But it seems like uh, by, via Zach Pearson uh, tweeting out that Dante Foreman had an extremely nice practice, got some cuts in, used, uh, you know, in the running game, uh, you know, doing that. Yes, it's scrimmages, things like that, but also being used in the past game. Uh, it still seems like Khalil Herbert is still, uh, quote-unquote, on pace to be the starting running back next season. But Dante Foreman is turning heads as well. We haven't really heard too much about Roshan Johnson, which, you know, he hasn't really worked with the first team at all, which kind of points to the Bears aren't really probably planning on using him um, with the first string too much. But like I said before, he's going to get a lot of opportunity in preseason as well. But that really wraps up the episode. Good things coming out of training camp again. We'll see what, what comes today in training camp as they put the pads on and we just can see who's going to continue to shine, things like that. Let off your thoughts down below on how you feel about the, all the details and stuff coming out of training camp so far. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. And then lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode up. Chi Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media.